Hello, and welcome to Enough Wicker, a podcast where we dabble in poetry writing to express how we feel about the best TV show, The Golden Girls. I'm Lauren. And I'm Sarah. And today we're on the 31st episode in the series, Big Daddy's Little Lady. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> the Widow Spencer. <laughs> Widda, with an A-H. Widda. The Widow Spencer, exactly. <laughs> I, you know, this one, I mean, there's a lot to say about the Witta Spencer, but uh, <laughs> this is yet another example of the quote unquote B story, like completely taking over. I doubt that, you know, uh, fans that are even like mild fans would ever remember anything about the Big Daddy storyline in this one, but definitely remember the song. Yeah. And it's interesting because I feel like usually Big Daddy provides so much of the uh, comedy in the episodes right, that he's in, like right. that storyline. But you're right. Like it's, it is good. It's not like a bad B story. It's not like, um, you know, like it's not like when they make sandwiches, like it's an interesting B story, yeah. but um... <laughs> you're right. But the song, I have writing... an idea. They'll make sandwiches. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess, but like, <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, the songwriting like totally overtakes the episode, and it's. I think this is one that. Um, speaking of like mild fans, I think this is one that everybody has in their top. Like, it's so oh, funny. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, it's wonderful. And uh, I thought it was interesting that the the prize contest is actually offered by the Miami retailers, right? <laughs> so it's like a merchant association. It just seems like this kind of level of like non-competitive hey we actually are it's in our best interest to like combine you know like i, I know there still are like chambers of commerce and merchant associations and the like but it just seems such like an older like we have enough of these like small mom and pops to get together to make this contest as opposed to like target and walmart like you know yeah sometimes <laughs> small businesses so I thought that was, exactly exactly it was pretty interesting the miami retailers are offering ten thousand dollars so um i also love that like you know, Rose is like so like ready to like even though she's competitive, she's so ready to have her money. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, because <laughs> like, she thinks her lyrics are good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's more about like for her, it's more about winning. I think like that is right. The that's thing, true, right? Not the money. Yeah. And as Dorothy pointed out, the only thing she could rhyme with "go" was "go." So like. <laughs> correct <laughs> um but yeah it was pretty I, great i do want to talk about rose's like you know prior experience i guess you could call it in writing yes, songs yes. because the onward saint olaf song you know yeah um so their mascot saint which is so appropriate saint olaf's mascot was the saint olaf's which is what i'm gathering from that song it's like <laughs> saint olaf's go 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 <laughs> what a town <laughs> yeah Listen, it was a lot to just name the town, right? You know, there's like a lot in there. Um, also, she didn't include this on her resume. This yeah. On her resume for hospital administrator job. Come on, season one. <laughs> so, and of course, you know, so again, we're still talking about the, the song because it's so great. But like the Sherry Lewis and Lamb Chop line is like one of my favorites. I use that <laughs> all just, the time. Yeah, I know, all the time. <laughs> I didn't think I could get my hand that far up your desk. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and then just like the whole poetry writing callback, that's just such great writing where it's like Blanche wasn't even in the room when they made the, you know, Rose gives the little sort of jab at Dorothy (laughs) and Blanche comes right back around. It's like, it's fantastic. I love it. Yeah, it is. It is funny because it also like they approach it from two different angles like rose is trying to like be sympathetic and being like oh that's okay you know you should be embarrassed and blanche is like oh i tried but i couldn't because i was popular and pretty (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) it's amazing (laughs) i was never any good at that stuff um also yeah then when big daddy calls um and and dorothy says bye-bye 
great. It is great. And also because when, come on. Go ahead, who, yeah. Who does call them big dance? <laughs> like, it's like we every time he just comes in, you're like, guys, what the hell? Um, too funny. And then when she gives the phone, the whole phone conversation is funny because they we've talked about this before, but like I think it's probably very difficult to film like a one sided phone conversation yeah um, it is and we've seen i mean you can see uh, and many other television shows and movies like people are just terrible at it so bad um but blanche's accent when she gets on the phone which i think is so smart it just like becomes so much stronger than it is and it's already very yeah. strong so it's oh, like absolutely yeah it's, it's co- code switching yeah know? exactly <laughs> she's like getting somehow more southern <laughs> But that's great. I mean, and that's exactly what happens when I start talking to like my extended family members. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, we got to go down to the store. And like, and it's like, what the hell? Who the hell am I? Like, it's hysterical. You just evolve into it. So, um, okay. So, <laughs> you know, we get we get to have the. Actually, I think they're writing the 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 song even before we meet the widow Spencer. Mm-hmm. Correct? Yeah. So, and there's like a bunch of crumpled music pages on the piano, which I love. It's just very play like, or die. This is, yeah, this is our. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, also, like Dorothy, it cracks me up because like Dorothy makes fun of Rose so bad for her like go 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 lyrics, and then she <laughs> writes, "Miami is nice," so I'll say it twice. Miami is nice. Miami is nice. Like, <laughs> Come on, Dorothy. You can't you can't bring that, you know, that out if you're gonna be mocking go, go, go. So plus Rose did win the contest. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, I mean, she I, wrote the song. There's not a lot of discerning judges on the St. Olaf, St. Olaf's patterns. So. Yeah, correct, correct. Um yeah, I mean that scene at them with them at the piano is like so funny it's some of the funniest I think it's one of the funniest scenes like in the show ever and they're you know going back and forth and it's like Dorothy like from the beginning like Dorothy having to explain to Rose why she can't put in another Miami is nice and Rose like oh like you know like the the slow yeah exactly the slow like (laughs) do you see the lyrics say this yeah (laughs) also like I also love whoever consulted on like these tunes and everything it's just great it's like it hurts the music if you don't say it that way it's like "Mm, I don't think it does I think you can launch right into the second verse. That's okay. Yeah, it sounded fine to me, but I know, but it's wonderful. <laughs> but I also love speaking of like this rose competitive thing. It's not necessarily competitive, but it's still sort of like thinking about it like strategically and seeing if she could do it. Where like you know, Dorothy's like she's like thrice is a word. So is inner uterine. <laughs> it does not belong in the song. And then Rose just thinks for a little bit and puts it together it's like you're cuter than and it's it's so great it is so great it's my favorite it's very rose island like it's a very like you know like wholesome um just like sort of not even naive really just like proving a point in such an innocent way that like you you could write a song that included the word in her uterine and like she did it (laughs) it's like all of her her brain power is like external processing right like we get to see it all happen it's not like it's just really great um Um, i love um the dorothy smell me line oh my god (laughs) she goes i only do that with the milk flange you know the rules (laughs) i don't really remember that line like that actually stood out to me as like more new which is just really funny of like what you pick up from like watching reruns and everything and what you don't so yeah i agree i I had the same thought about that line and i think it's because it's in the middle of two very funny like it's kind of you know like the two peaks is like when they're at the piano and then obviously when big daddy comes in and there's the whole like speaking of like 
code switching and becoming more southern blanche yeah. uses the word betwixt and rose is like you know dorothy's like what <laughs> and then exactly. rose exactly. is it. the thrice of them are sitting on the couch it's... you probably don't even know i know <laughs> so good it's amazing um and then the uh the, the get out the boots he's back what a callback i know right because like i i didn't even realize it until we've of course been looking at these scholarly like but like you know <laughs> sophia saying like you need boots to listen to this guy <laughs> and then get out the boots he's back like i never even realized that they were connected and that's just so good even though you know r.i.p to the first actor which is why he couldn't return yeah they so, had to get a new big had to get and- a replacement it's very funny when the girls, well, Dorothy in particular, I guess, in this one, like when she um, speaks to Big Daddy, she kind of tries to like talk the way that he does, but also she's still like her like snippy, like not even not snippy, like sarcastic, like funny yeah. self. And so when he does that whole like long monologue, basically about like a oh, ladybug yeah. sunning itself on a lily yeah. pad, yada yada, whatever, she's oh, like, my God, "Could you be more specific?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But she does it charmingly, like, right? Like, oh, yeah. Exactly how you would do it with somebody's father, like, you know, in this respectful manner, which is just so funny. Um, but uh, <laughs> when he tells her and he's like, oh, is that like a happy noise or like oh, a sad God. noise? <laughs> like, it was hysterical. And Dorothy's like, what? I mean, what a sex squeal if that was like part of that sound <laughs> that Dorothy's overhearing. God damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Um, but also, like, doesn't, I guess Big Daddy doesn't even have, the reason he's probably getting married to the Bahamas is he doesn't have a money, I mean, a, a home, like, or any money to, to, like, didn't he sell his entire estate? Like, there's not really a place to have a wedding. I'm really, <laughs> I'm kind of confused. So I guess Margaret can't be gold digging. Part. Gold digging huzzy. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, but he already sold his estate. So we're just having some of those really, really fun uh, moments where you're like, okay, but he's back to being the Southern aristocrat and like still like not touring around town. You know, he was at home to to meet the Widow Spencer. Widow Spencer. Um, which is so funny. Um, and I fucking love, I love, love, love the like, again, inst- insta-marriage. We're like, we're just like insta-wedding. We're just going to have it here. And Blanche is already like calling the caterers. <laughs> it just is so funny. And when she, uh, of course, you know, uh, say hello to Big Mommy. Yeah. <laughs> so good. The way, speaking of Blanche's accent, of like the way Rue just like puts it on, she's so perfect of like how you would inflect the different ways you would talk about these things. Like where she's like, oh, the important part of, you know, thing is that you got here sickly. Yeah. <laughs> and she says it just like that. And it's so fucking snooty and snippy. And it's just amazing. I it's love it. it's great. And also um, just to go back when Do- uh, Big Daddy tells them that um, he's going to get married. And, yeah. you know, Blanche is initially excited because it's before she realized that um, yeah, Margaret is not an old lady. <laughs> chocolate milk age. Um <laughs> She Rose is like, oh, and Dorothy and I will even write a song to commemorate the occasion. Yes, no, we won't, Rose. <laughs> but it's perfect too, right? Because you get so caught up in the moment and really excited, and you're like, we're songwriters now. Yeah, totally. I mean, I could absolutely see that. It's great. But, um, yeah. but yeah, so then you know, she she comes, the widow arrives, and she is, um, she kind of like. She comes and she doesn't, I guess she doesn't announce who she is. So, like, you know, Dorothy's, like, left to, or not Dorothy, I'm sorry, Rose, when Rose comes in and she's like, yeah. but she's much older, I think. And yeah, it's like, exactly. But if she were any older, like, you know, you would assume, the reason that they don't assume it is because she's so young and it is like, well, 
Yeah, I mean, you do kind of have to explain it. It's crazy that Big Daddy didn't think to mention that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, you know, later on, Michael doesn't mention that Lorraine is older. So I, I guess know. nobody, love is blind, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, to your point, you're just like, okay, you do know that he has older children, right? Right, Margaret? <laughs> perhaps meet them halfway but it is funny because she's just like an imprint to like you know just character to like just bounce everybody else's feelings off of like she doesn't have anything there like at one point <laughs> when it's when they're in the hotel room you know the hotel room that's in every uh, hotel scene wasn't glenn o'brien just there yeah he was just there i swear <laughs> we're about to be there on vacation um but <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, Blanche comes to say it, and, like, the actress playing Margaret in just, like, this wonderful feat of overacting because she doesn't have, like, a personality for this character. She's like, what is it, Blanche? <laughs> it's, like, so <laughs> dramatic, and you're like, oh, my God, man. There's, like, you got nothing to work with. I don't blame the lady, but, yeah. yeah. It is just funny how she's just, it, she's just a vehicle, you know, for everybody else, but to be fair, I mean, like you said, Big Daddy usually looms so large. We have such a big B story. It's obviously about Blanche Blanche going through this and then all the comedy that just derives from having this like age differential which to, to I mean honestly that would still if we're looking at today I mean that would still be pretty shocking like if like <laughs> your dad came in and was like hey yeah I met somebody and you're like great I never thought that would happen in your old age home and then it's like oh uh sorry somebody's younger than you <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I mean it's also like Big Daddy definitely assumed or thought I guess that like or maybe Big Daddy didn't consider the assumptions that would be made when he referred to her as the Widow Spencer, which, Correct. like, yeah. okay, you know, of course, like, that's understandable, I guess, but, like, Blanche is never going to assume that somebody's younger than she, and she does at one point make a comment about, like, how she's practically her age, and it's very, it's, like, so on brand, because, like, even in her moments of, you know, outrage or, like, emotional distress or anything, Blanche is still living in Blanche's head that, like, she yeah. is 40. <laughs> also, yeah, she's like, you'd only be 41. She's like, gee, you'd look terrible for your age. Yeah. <laughs> which, which, which cracks me up because I always thought that. I was always like, why do you keep saying you're so young? Like when women are like, I'm 29, I'm 29. And you're like, okay, but you look really bad yeah. for 29. So like you probably should at least bump that up. I'm not saying don't lie, but at least put it somewhere in the realm of possibility. <laughs> it just cracks me up. It's great. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> there's so many great lines in this. And obviously it's like, they, they do, you know, again, like going back to what I was saying earlier, like it would still be pretty shocking like to have this. So I give Blanche like a huge benefit of the doubt here for like having some trouble. And again, like to your point, he didn't mention it. He, he says the widow Spencer as if this woman like wasn't just married for five years. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's not like she's like been around town to develop a reputation as the widow Spencer. Yeah, that's her title. <laughs> I mean, listen, we're both from New Jersey. We don't know how the fucking South works, but maybe it does like that. that <laughs> what happens, you lost but... the war, get over it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's really it's over it's overacting. But um it's what's funny is in the hotel room scene, like they actually do you know, they have that whole thing like, you know, a man might be thinking this is like yes you do, yes you might all that stuff. <laughs> he actually acknowledges the fact that like she's a young babe and she took an interest in me and fuck yeah. Like it's really funny. It's like 
I like that they throw that in there because everyone's thinking it and they could have gone like a thousand percent wholesome and been like, it's because we fell in love and it's because, you know, we both lost somebody and we both know what it's like. You know, I mean, like and they have that whole thing, too. That's like 90 percent of the point. But I just love that they do have the line where he's basically like and you have like a hot piece of ass and he's like, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's pretty refreshing in a way where he's just like, yes, I do acknowledge that I'm 700 and she's 29. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I think that it's, it's honest and it's also like understandable. I think even, you know, like obviously this one is a tough issue because there's no real fault here. I don't feel like for either yeah. one of them, like it's understandable right. from both, but like to big daddy's point, like, yeah, if you're that old and you know, you're uh, a widower and you're living your life and someone who's young likes you, like why the fuck not? Like <laughs> <laughs> totally, especially from his perspective. <laughs> and the thing is we never get, you know, uh, Margaret's perspective again, because she's just a vehicle for every other character. <laughs> she's not, there's nothing there. Like I would have loved, I don't know. I wonder if it would have hurt the episode to have a little bit more from her as to like why she fell in love with Big Daddy. Other than like Blanche is just like, you love and want him to be happy. Welcome to the family. Yeah. And then that's, that's it. And she's like, thanks. I'm just here to stand and have people talk at me. Um, <laughs> but like, that's the real interesting story, right? It's like, duh, obviously this old white dude, like, who's a 700 wants this young babe. But like, what really does she see in him? And is it, you know, like, yes, you can fall in love. Is it going to last? Are you just like, well, it's nice to have now. You know, there's so many questions about that. So, and again, like, where he's like, it's really none of your business. I get it. But it's also fascinating to me, you know, um, being a young woman, <laughs> like wondering <laughs> what you would see, you know, in uh, this older dude. Especially if he has no money. Like, <laughs> Right? I know. Well, again, we could have rewritten that from last season to the next. Yeah. But... <laughs> Maybe she likes country music. <laughs> She's a groupie. She th- yes. <laughs> Can you imagine? She met him at one of the shows. One of his two other shows he had after that last episode. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, I mean, I do remember. Like that scene in the hotel room is is nice, and it's also I think it um, it's refreshing that Blanche isn't. She says like "Welcome to the family," but it's through gritted teeth. Like it's not. Yeah. She's not happy about it. But I think that. Um, it's very realistic and I, I appreciate Absolutely. that a lot. And even when she's like, you know, back home and reading like their postcard or whatever, and mm. she's talking to Sophia and she's like, as long as survived the honeymoon. <laughs> yeah. As long as I don't have to call her mommy. Like it's so right. good. Right. Exactly. That, that scene is so true to life where she's talking with her friends and she's like, well, I'm not exactly thrilled, but whatever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have to do that so many times and like you said there's no fault right it's just an uncomfortable situation for many parties involved or at least just Blanche (laughs) and it's like you just have to tolerate it right like it's like there's no harm here she's not actually after his money of which he has none Blanche actually acted less upset when he sold Twin Oaks you know I mean all this stuff but it's like (laughs) it's just kind of yeah it's a very gray area type of life situation where you just sometimes you just have to suck it up Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm But yeah, but anyway, back to the better story. Yeah. The story here. <laughs> um, I am just in love with, like, again, I, second season. I think the writers are, like, leaning in hard more to, like, goofy stuff and also just, like, hilariously like, grosser stuff. We've already, like, covered in continents. <laughs> <laughs> like, killing two potted palms, you know, uh, and, and all of that, the last episode. So I think, like, also, I love the scene where, you know, they're talking about 
uh, writing lyrics and like trying to write the song and they're like we're blocked <laughs> so, yes, I've been having a lot of luck with Tang followed immediately by a granola bar <laughs> also like not the first mention of Tang nor will it be the last uh, it's just amazing um, but yeah I just love how goofy they're they're getting and the scene where they obviously like have this epiphany together is just it's the best scene in the entire episode yeah oh my god when they're like i have to say what i feel (laughs) so good and it's great because they also have so many like we talked about the sort of like the big scene at the piano but there's a couple other like little bits of it throughout the episode where like hootenanny salami alabama like (laughs) there's a lot of that and um that's right you know like it's it's so perfect because dorothy's like just like so fed up with Rose's inability to understand words and Rose like doesn't get why Dorothy just can't make it work like it, it's funny because they're not actually fighting but they're like you know a little bit and then they do have this like amazing breakthrough where they're like yes let's go and um, exactly to the ADA <laughs> yeah but it only gets them second place yeah I know well, at least they didn't have to take their picture with Anita Bryant. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, and <laughs> it's it's, it's so cheesy, but I really I love when they all get up and sing. It's so cute. Like it's no, it's, it's wonderful. Yeah. yeah, it's it's so great, and it's like it's a fun. It's such a fun outro too. Also, is Betty White actually playing piano or no? No, she. Not, I don't she's think she's such she a can. good actress. Like, yeah, she looks. That's the best fake piano playing I've ever actually seen. I think that she, um, I think it's in the Intimate Portrait, which was a, it's a very dated series from Lifetime um, know, of Betty White. And she said that she. Said that, I can like overhear like on television them saying that. Oh, yes. Horrible. She doesn't know how to play piano, but she always played piano in all of the scenes. So she had to, she, I mean, she is like, that is such great fake piano it's, playing. Absolutely. Especially when they, you know, the, whatever you call that, the swoop at the end, you know, and yeah. like, she does such a great job. I was very, I'm very so yeah. thank you for that tidbit the intimate portrait <laughs> oh my god what a flashback yeah so amazing um but yeah the uh so they didn't have to take the winner's picture thank god you know and it's just lovely how like you know of course your roommates like it's it's kind of funny that like blanche and sophia don't go to support yeah. them <laughs> as you would in normal life but it makes for a really nice scene there you know it's it's just lovely um but also uh another <laughs> To go back to when we have a St. Olaf story, right? With uh, Ollie and Molly. Blanche. Yeah, Blanche is so pissed. Must be you take yet another trip to Petticoat Junction. It is so good. I can't believe it's we forgot amazing. about that. Oh my God, that one's amazing. And it's just like, it's so funny because uh, again, it's extra ironic just because Blanche is like laying it on. It's like Petticoat Junction, the trip you're taking with your fucking father every time he walks yeah. into a room. Come on. Ali and Molly. Ali and Molly. Yeah, the room really does a great job with all of the uh, the accents and everything on this one. It's great. But, uh, yeah. And it's so good because it's Rose. Um, you know, we've seen this a couple times already, but it's like, um, it's really, a, it's a quintessential St. Olaf story. It's like trying yes. to relate to this older man and younger woman by putting like a respected man in town with like the nail technician who is also super slutty like it's so far gone that like I know <laughs> amazing uh this one yeah this one just wins all around I think you know it's like again we get to see Big Daddy again I'll be a different actor who's a little bit more serious this time but 
Um, but yeah, just, I mean, every, everything about the, the music, it sticks in your head and it's like, I mean, again, one of, one of the, t- the best episodes, uh, and we're only what, six episodes into the second season, which is really <laughs> very promising Yes, on this streak, man. <laughs> um, oh, the only other line that I do want to say is hearkening back to the, uh, I don't have to call her mommy. <laughs> I just absolutely love that. <laughs> She's like, Sophia, it's people in their 70s and 80s can have great sex. And she's like, yeah, with people in their 70s and 80s. <laughs> Put me in a bedroom with Tom Cruise and you'll be uh, peeling me off the ceiling. <laughs> There's a reference that we can get, but not really like that's not the Tom Cruise that we grew up with. <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah, this is when we didn't know how much of a psycho he actually yeah. was. <laughs> oh, man. You got anything else for this one? No, I think we got it all. All right. Well, next time's really exciting because we're going to discuss whether or not you'd have sex at your mom's house in your mom's roommate's bed while you were visiting. (laughs) (laughs) Take care.